Do you believe your sensitivity is your biggest weakness? That's what a lot of highly sensitive persons think and experience. I'm going to show you that your sensitivity is actually your greatest strength. We will discuss all kinds of topics related to being a highly sensitive person, have inspiring guests and above all, give you all kinds of information and tools so you can learn to use it as a strength. My name is Annette Zwart, life coach for highly sensitive persons. Welcome to Sensitive and Strong. So if there's one thing HSPs are good at, it's worrying. We can keep our minds busy for hours and hours, worrying about what has happened, what might happen if we do this, or then what happens if we don't do it, is there maybe a better way of doing it? Anytime works for worrying. When you've just woken up, uh, whether it's in the middle of the night, uh, anytime during the day when you have some time to yourself, or when you're working, and a favorite for most HSPs in the evening when you are actually tired and want or need to sleep. So basically any time will work for worrying. It can feel uh, impossible to turn off your mind. Um, I, I remember how many times in the past I felt kind of desperate because of worrying and wanting to go to sleep, but unable to stop the rambling of my mind. It can drive you really crazy. And I think every HSP has, in, has been in that place at one point or another. Uh, maybe it's even a place you regularly visit. So I've learned a lot of tools how to deal with this since then, and I wanted to share them with you and also to explore this a little bit further. So we basically worry we can worry about anything. The simplest things like what color of clothes to wear, what to eat, to more serious things like whether you should try to get a different job or end your relationship or uh, to help how to help your child with a difficult period in their life. Um, and if you know that one of the basic traits of being highly sensitive is deep processing, it makes sense that we don't just make decisions in an instant and then leave it at that. The deep processing also gives us the opportunity to see all the different facets of a situation, to be able to see all the points of view and not just our own. And so as Barbara Allen, one of my friends and colleagues says, to see the bigger picture. And this is very valuable, of course. We have that unique perspective that not everyone has. But when your brain takes over and you aren't in control anymore, and when you can't stop worrying and pondering, it can become a problem which doesn't serve you anymore. And so worrying can give you the illusion of control. If you only think about it long and hard enough, everything will be all right. Which is complete BS, of course. <laughs> no matter how much you prepare and worry about the situation, things can always go different than what you planned. So being good with change is something you can also work on. So one inspiring and maybe even, even uh, a controversial thought is there are no mistakes. Even though some things could have done gone better, uh, each situation is teaching you something. 
whether you can improve something or if you did great. Either way, it tells you something. And I see, personally, I see things that sometimes repeatedly uh, go wrong in my life. And I see them as things that want to teach me uh, a new skill or a new way of seeing things. So that can be something to think about. There are no mistakes. So what is worrying costing you? When you worry all the time and you can't stop thinking about all the all kinds of situations, um, it takes up a lot of time and energy. Plus, if your worrying is tending towards the negative, your outlook on life can also become more negative. I won't be able to make it better. Uh, it's no use. I'm terrible at this and on and on. So you are losing a lot of energy, which you could use so much better for more productive and nicer things. And also, you would probably like to have a more positive view on things, right? So how much easier would things become if you didn't worry so much? What would, it, what would be different for you? So... Are you able to stop thinking on demand? Mm, probably the thing that most people believe about this is I cannot simply stop thinking. I have no control over my thoughts, so I also cannot stop worrying. This is the biggest mind trap, that thinking you cannot change your thoughts. Uh, scientific research has shown that our brains have neuroplasticity, which means you can change your brain. You can teach it to develop new habits and change your behavior through this. So it's possible to change. Not to say that it's easy or you can do it in a day, but it is absolutely possible. So in a way, you can see your habits and your thinking habits, especially as a path through the forest. Um, if it is a path that you have walked on hundreds of times before, it is wide and easy to pass. And a new path through the forest means you have to chop off some branches to make it passable. Uh, the ground may be a bit uneven, which can make you trip easily if you don't pay attention to where you're setting your feet. So this new habit you are trying to create is not something that comes easy. If you have ever tried to stop smoking or tried to eat healthier, um, maybe stop biting your nails, you know it can be a challenging thing that you are trying to achieve. But with determination and perseverance, it's achievable. It is the same with worrying. And if you are determined enough, if you have enough motivation and give your new habit enough attention, it will be successful. So there's a couple of things you need to know and to follow to be successful. So with any habit, if you just want to delete the habit out of your existence, that will be very difficult. It's, it's like saying to yourself, you're not allowed to think of a pink elephant. And you will only think of pink elephants if you do this. So doing something instead of the habit you want to change gives you a much better chance of success. So with worrying, you want to give your mind a different task. And I'll come back to that in a little bit. So think of your mind like a child. 
You have to take it by the hand and learn it new ways. And also important, treat it as such, as such. So no yelling, no bullying, no being harsh to yourself, but instead being gentle, being friendly. Uh, and if you fail, just say, don't worry, next time it will be better. And then asking yourself, what can we do right now to make it better? So often worrying is based on limiting beliefs, on assumptions and interpretations. And I've talked about these uh, extensively in episode nine. Uh, so you can listen back to that one, but I'll refresh your memory quickly. Um, so a limiting belief is something you believe to be true that is holding you back. Uh, for example, showing emotions is a sign of weakness. Um, an assumption is something you believe to be true because it has happened before. Like, I shouldn't buy a lottery ticket because I never win anything. Or there's no point being nice to my boss because he will be an ass anyway. And lastly, the interpretations. This is an opinion about an event, a situation or an experience. And so you create the story about what's going on um, in your mind. So, for example, this person really doesn't like me because they're ignoring me or they're looking very angry at me. And so this is just your interpretation of the situation. And so even though as HSPs we are also often right about our interpretations, it is good to explore the accuracy. We even interpret things differently uh, when we are tired, when we are angry. Um, even the weather has influenced how we perceive things. So explore the accuracy of your thoughts. So the actual tools. Um, the first one, and I think almost the important, most important one, questioning the thought for truth. The thing that starts your worry train, is that true? Is this a fact or is it just a fictional story we have in our minds? So often we know we overreact or we make it bigger than what it actually is or even th about something that is not even true. So ask yourself, is this true or is it a fact? Or am I overreacting? Um, is it fiction? And so think about it. Just is this helping me or am I just going into worry mode? And it's totally okay to think about a situation that is coming up tomorrow and thinking about all the options and all the possibilities that will be there, maybe all the things that could go wrong. So that's perfectly fine. But if you catch yourself going in circles, it's time to stop and go do something else. So also question yourself. Is this real? Is it helpful? Is it preparing you for a situation to come? Then, okay, good. Um, but if not, you'll want to change it. So just like it is okay to ruminate and to think about, think about things that have happened. Um, how did it go? Could you have done it any better? Could you have done anything else which would improve the outcome? And again, 
If you catch yourself going in circles or judging yourself too much what you, what you did wrong and if you only did something better or something different um so then the hardest part is that step of giving your mind a different job um to to stop yourself and to to give your mind that different thing to think about because it is just not possible to stop thinking about it and then oh, done so you want to replace it with something and this can vary greatly what will work best depending on the situation and with some things you can say to yourself um, I have thought about it, what, what best choice I can make about this situation. And now I trust in myself and the process that it will be just fine. And so if your mind slips back into worry mode, just repeat the sentence. Um, often it can also be helpful to actually change your setting, your surroundings. So going outside for a walk. Uh, going do, to do some exercise, um, dancing, or some other form of activity. Um, you can also go read a book, uh, listen to music, watch TV, um, be creative, like make a drawing or a painting or whatever works good for you. And the point is to give your mind something to be occupied with so it doesn't have time to go on worrying. So if you're in bed and you're trying to sleep, this can be a little bit more difficult and challenging. And so uh, one thing that can really work well here is a meditation or a visualization. Uh, listening to music or an audio book. Um, also, what works great is doing a body scan. Um, this is really great because you can always keep uh, bring your attention back to uh, the body scan and if you want to try out one that I have created just email me and I'll send you a free audio file that you can try out and at first your mind will wander back to your worry topic just gently remind yourself it's okay I got it covered things will be fine just relax and then go back to whatever you were distracting yourself with. And so the more often you do this, the more you realize your mind is, hopefully was at some point, only habitually worrying. It was just a habit of letting your mind wander freely on all kinds of nasty and horrible situations which were not based on reality. And yes, this can take persistence. It's not easy to, to change this like all habits that you have done for longer times. And so sometimes with very intense life happenings and situations, it can still be very difficult if you have mastered this. Um, sometimes with things like there's trying times in, in life, like sickness or problems at work or difficulty in the relationship. Um, so then it, it can be still very difficult and it can still be hard to, uh, to distract your mind and to not go back to wondering and, and worrying about it. But still try to look at it from the factual side and not take it too much into the what-ifing. 
So anytime you hear yourself asking, what if this happens or what if that happens? The what if should should make you see a red flag waving because mostly these questions are an invite to go down the worry lane. So fact check them. See what is behind the worry is also very important to understand what is behind it. Are you afraid something bad will happen? Um, when that hap- when that's true, then it's because you value something or someone. So for instance, if you worry about someone you love having an accident or something going very wrong for them, realize that it's it's because you love them. So recognize it for what it is and then fact check it again. Um, validate your feelings so you can move past them. If you validate your feelings, you will realize what is behind the worry. And then you can see if you can do something, um, if you can act on improving the situation, or maybe you only need to see it for what it is. Um, It can also be an insecurity. Um, Can I make this a success? Will I be good enough? Uh, Will this go right? Will people appreciate it? So question it for truth and how you can cover for that. Also trust that answers can and will find you. And sometimes the worry is about an event in the future. Uh, You can take all kinds of precautions to silence those worries. Um, If you're worried you will be late because of traffic, just leave 5-15 minutes early. If you're worried you will stumble on the words from your speech, Practice them a few times so it will feel more natural. So you can see what kind of precautions you can take to to um, eliminate those worries. So one thing that you might come across, um, what if I keep doing it? Um, like with any habit, it takes uh, perseverance and determinedness. Um, it's a process and you need to be kind and gentle to yourself. Uh, And in time, you'll see that worrying is just a habit of seeing only all the things that can go wrong and not the complete picture. So uh, you could also use your imagination and think of all the wonderful things that can happen. Uh, This is also a good thing when you're in bed and having when you're in bed and having difficulty to stop the worry cycle. So everything that gets attention grows um, problems difficulties but also good things and so if you have difficulty with getting your attention back to the positive if you have uh, noticed that your mind wandered off again just say okay and go back to the thing that you were uh, using to distract yourself um so in a nutshell question your worries Replace them with a different thought or action if needed and accept that things can go different than from what you expected. So be flexible. Um, So if you want to read more on this, there's this awesome book uh, by Joseph Luciani. uh, Joseph with PH at the end and Luciani with a C. uh, And the book is called The Power of Self-Coaching really awesome 
So thanks for listening. If you have any comments, questions or thoughts on this episode, um, feel free to email me at contact at highsensitivecoaching.com. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening today. If you want to become sensitive and strong as well, visit my website highsensitivecoaching.com and sign up for my newsletter which comes out once a month with information about my webinars, programs, coaching sessions and all other activities. Join me next time again at Sensitive and Strong.